0: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare. Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Hare. Did you all enjoy the drama of the king who was the big fool? Anyone enjoyed it? What is the lesson we learn from this? The lesson we learn is that we are all fools unless we surrender to Krishna. Even if we're a big king, we're still a fool unless we surrender to Krishna. King, of course, nowadays we don't have kings. We have chief ministers, prime ministers, presidents. Uh, They are important people, no doubt. But everyone in this world is controlled. Even the chief minister is under the control of time. The chief minister may control some aspects of society. But everyone is controlled by time. No one can avoid death. No one can avoid old age. No one can avoid disease. We are all under the control of material nature. The sun rises every day, the sun sets every day. It is not within our control. So, uh, actually, in, in the drama, the king was a bigger fool than everyone else because he thought that he was the controller of the kingdom. Whereas, uh, almost everything is control under the control of material nature. So, the beginning of sanity, or to come out of foolishness, is to understand that we are not the controller. We are all controlled. And the ultimate controller is the Supreme Personality of God, who is approached by various people of various religions in various ways. Just opposite here is a mosque, a masjid where people worship Allah which means the supremely powerful. And in other, in various religions they uh, worship who they call God or Jehovah. But it is the beginning of sanity to recognize that there is a supreme controller and to worship him, whether we worship him as God or Jehovah or Allah or Narayana Bhagavan. To say there is no God is not a very sane proposition. There was a German atheist, famous philosopher in the 19th century. His name was Nietzsche. And his theory was that God is dead. He said, if there was a God, He created the world, that was a long time ago, so in the meantime He must have died. So this theory is still popular among some people. And some students, they wrote a big sign, saying, God is dead, signed Nietzsche. So of course Nietzsche was in the 19th century, so someone else wrote a sign, Nietzsche is dead. Signed, God. So many different fools come and go. So many people say there is no God. But still, uh, despite all the atheistic propaganda, people go on believing in God. In Russia, near the beginning of the 20th century, there was the communist revolution. And for generations after them, throughout the USSR, they actively propagated atheism. They, according to Karl Marx's theory, religion is the opium of the people. It's just a diversion to cheat people. And according to atheists, to believe in God makes no sense. According to some modern scientists, belief in God is due to a gene in the brain, that got formed during the evolution, revelational process. It's, it's a long kind of, it's some kind of mistake in evolution. Now, if the communist theory that there is no God is true, and they taught, they taught this for several generations in Russia, then no one should have believed in God. They taught in a very scientific way that it's very rational not to believe in God. But still we find that throughout Russia there are so many people who believe in God even though for generations they were persecuted for doing so. This shows that there is a natural tendency of every person to believe in God. And although many scientists are atheistic, there is a new, or there is a very strong trend in science in the Western world. That many scientists have studied nature very discerningly. And they say that the evolutionary theory is all bogus. That life is too complex to have come into being simply by chance. It must have been designed, there must be a supreme designer, that supreme designer is God. So, uh, sometimes, there's propaganda that belief in God is only for fools. But actually, it's around the other way. Disbelief in God is only for fools. It's not just a matter of belief, but it's a natural Craving of the soul to understand God. According to atheists, there is no soul. That human beings and all other living beings, they're just a bunch of chemicals. But then, a human being would be no different than a motorbike, just a little more complex. So it's very common in India that there are motor motorbike smashes and the whole motorbike gets smashed to pieces and the driver also gets killed. So, how much does a motorbike cost? About, what, 30,000 rupees, something like that? Yeah, okay, so say the motorbike is worth 40,000 rupees. Then they should be more concerned that the motorbike is smashed because the motorbike is worth 40,000 rupees but the human body is not worth any rupees. See a motorbike. A, dead, a motorbike is dead anyway, but it's worth forty thousand rupees. But a dead human body is not worth any rupees. So you should you should be more concerned with the motorbike than the human. If it's just all chemicals. Another example: if some crazy, or some criminal, gets a hammer and smashes someone's motorbike and damages it severely, then he's a criminal. But if he takes a hammer and smashes a human body and kills or or severely injures a human, that's considered a much worse crime. Why is that? The motorbike is only chemicals. The human body is only chemicals. What is the difference? The difference is that the soul is within the body therefore we feel pain. So, in, in the law there is a difference between vandalizing a motorbike and uh, assaulting a human being. So, indirectly the law admits that there is assault. Now, it's considered a serious crime to attack a person with a hammer because they feel pain. but. Also the animals and the chickens, they feel pain because the soul is present in every living being. Therefore it is sinful to kill animals just to eat the meat, when we can subsist very well on vegetarian food. This idea that you have to eat meat to be strong is bogus. You see, I was raised eating meat and I don't look very strong. you can okay these are men they're vegetarians they never eat meat so they don't look like they're suffering from any vitamins. So this is bogus that you have to eat meat to be healthy. there are so many bogus ideas being propagated in modern society and the worst bogus idea is that there is no God. Anyone who propagates that is a big fool. So we are propagating that there is God but it's not enough to say I believe in God. We should know who is God what is our relationship with Him. That is described in Bhagavad Gita. If we say God, that's more like the name of a position. Even if we say Bhagavan or Allah, it's the name of a position, it means the Supreme. But when we say Krishna, that means that's his personal name. Just like if we say Mokya Mantri, that's the name of the position. But it's not just a position, it is a particular person with a particular name. So, the particular name of the present Chief Minister of Chanamadu, everyone knows very well, is Karunanuddin, which incidentally is also an. The original Karuna Nidhi is Krishna, that's the name for Krishna. Anyway, the chief minister will change. But the position of God is always held by Krishna. Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita 5,000 years ago. At that time he was Bhagavad. And even 5 crore years ago he was still Bhagavad. And now still he is Bhagavad. And even after 50 billion crores of years he will still be Bhagavad. He is Krishna, he's the Supreme controller. But at the same time, he's very personal and sweet and loving and kind. When we have Krishna as our best friend, it is very foolish to think that we can be happy without him. So we simply request everyone, don't be foolish. Be very intelligent. To be very intelligent, one does not have to be a university professor. One simply has to understand that I am a very, 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 very tiny living being. And Krishna is immensely, immeasurably, infinitely good. But Krishna is very kind to all the jivas, and He wants us to love Him as He loves us. To understand this is intelligence and to act on that basis is PhD, transcendental PhD. So we can uh, act in relationship with Krishna by the process of bhakti yoga, which in Kali Yuga is made very easy. Kali Yuga is a very difficult time. Everyone is very confused. Everyone has lots of problems. Health problem, family problem, economic problem, mental disturbance, unlimited problems. But Krishna is very kind in this Kali Yuga, he has made himself very easily available to us. Simply by chanting the names of Krishna, we can cross over all the problems of Kali Yuga. Kale Doshanidhe is Kali Yoga is an ocean of faults. Astihi eko maha There is one great good quality about Kali Yoga. Kirtanad eva Krishna sa. By Krishna Kirtan, mokta parang One can be free from all the bad influences of in Kali Yoga, be free from material existence, and go to the spiritual world of Krishna. So please take advantage of this opportunity, don't be a fool, be very intelligent, chant Hare Krishna, study Bhagavad Gita as it is. and your life will be successful in all this time. Hare Krishna. So, we're going to invite people to Saturday. Anybody who wants to know about something program, you can distribute the, the invitation to them. Does anyone have any question please? No, that means everyone's convinced. Is it? Alright, so please stand with us for a few minutes in Hare Krishna.